You ready? I'm ready. Welcome to another week of the Yard Podcast. It's Tayana. This is Loso. This is Ethan. Let's start the show. <laughs> I didn't know we were doing the clap thing. We haven't done the clap thing in so long. Yeah, I didn't even think we were going to do it. But Isn't that how y'all like line up the audio? I mean, but we kind of hit record at the same time. Yeah, I think so. Can you tell we haven't done this in a while? That's what she said again? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Yard Podcast. Uh, so rumor is that this is the uh, last I, show ever. I guess we should probably see, we should probably name this episode the finale. Um, Fiend? This is more like our 2016 recap episode. We'll definitely be back in the new year. It's just a matter of when. <laughs> um, listeners, don't believe that these two are not hey, consistent <laughs> but do we are we're out. thinking of spinoffs we're doing different things we're yeah planning things we're, maybe we'll do a live event <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe we'll have a reunion tour is it too early for a reunion tour i don't know look uh lauren hill became a legend off of one album i think that we can do the same with one season of the yard that's it this will just be the podcast that everybody talks about that, like oh man you gotta remember that yeah that that great podcast that Ethan yeah. and Carlos and Tay did for a while well no it'll be more like yeah Carlos the star of the yard podcast oh. that was co-hosted by two of his friends That's, oh wow whoa Never. two of his friends even <laughs> I know dang <laughs> maybe one friend and ooh and his girlfriend <laughs> but no just two of his friends that's crazy yeah I don't um, think that's gonna happen regardless <laughs> Carlos thinks he's the Quavo of the R podcast does he that's I mean adorable. I think that's what he's saying you would be lucky to be the Michelle oh my goodness damn <laughs> tell us how you really Oh man, yeah! I went down to Columbia with uh, to visit with Tay and Carlos, and I had a good time. I meant to tell you guys that when I was there. But... Oh, we're glad you had a good time. Yeah, except I do have one one story I had to tell. Um, it got a bone to pick with Tay. What did I do? Because, uh, well, I'm I'm trying to set it up right. So the the night we went out was on. Friday? Saturday. Saturday night, we all go out. And first of all, Carlos, like, kind of roast me into, like, being, like, a sixth wheel. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you were, like, y'all were both, y'all were dual uh, third wheels. Yeah. We were dual, yeah, we were dual fifth wheels. So it was, like, me and this other, uh, me and this other girl. Um, And everyone else is a couple. Um, And so, like, you know, we don't know each other. We're just talking and having fun and you know doing our thing or whatever um and like i'm over there like killing it telling these great stories right (laughs) (laughs) and like you know i'm like getting a good vibe or whatever and then tay comes along starts telling a story about a friend that tay has 
who's a Trump supporter. <laughs> and midway through her story, she decides to go, oh, yeah, Ethan, you know this girl you guys used to make out? Oh. <laughs> like, what the hell? <laughs> like, just like, no. kill him a whole I definitely remember your face when I said that. Why and I was like, that? oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's so No, up. that's not even the end of it. Tay, like, brings up, like, another ex-girlfriend of mine. What? You did. You were like, oh, yeah, I have this one friend who, like, her boyfriend let her put her pictures on social Whoa. media or something. And she's like, oh, yeah, Ethan, you know you know who I'm talking about. Like, whoa, really? Well, I didn't say she was your ex-girlfriend, A. But, like, there's only, there's only so much that could fill in that blank. But Dang, B. Yeah. I missed all of this. I was on the other side. I will say that I had a plethora of different cocktails that evening. And <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> this woman, this woman who doesn't even know me, who oh yeah, I mean, and, I don't know. Like You're... Tay's in the group message, and Carlos is like, "Oh, Ethan, I want you to meet this girl." So, like at the very least, yeah, like, you knew that. Know, make me look good. Oh, is that what y'all were trying to do? I mean, we weren't trying to. But... <laughs> I wasn't trying. I was just you know being I friendly. Mean, naturally, right. if people meet and talk, and a vibe is going. Well, on the opposite side of that, I feel like it's more important that if she was interested, that small things like things that you did when you were 19 are not important to the but whole she's like, Oh, here's here's a guy who makes out with Trump supporters mm-hmm. and... Which you are. Yeah. Like, it's not. Like, that's not true. <laughs> so she should know that. <laughs> This is a lot about you. <laughs> Whatever, dude. That was like one time. It was before Trump, so does that even Yeah, really I remember count? that, too. Dang. Yeah. Well, Whatever. speaking Dang. of president Had I known how much that moment was going to change the future. Anyways. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of president-elect Flaming Hot Cheeto. <laughs> to this day, that moment still. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, while the show was gone... Uh, Donald Trump became our president. Wait, what? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. I told you. When did this happen? On Doomsday 2016. Oh my God. This wouldn't have November happened 8th. had we elected Bernie. But... You know what's so weird? True. Like, if you go back and listen to the previous, last episode that we did, like, that was a world where, like, we had no idea Trump was going to be... The president. We knew that he... I think our last episode was right after the DNC and RNC, correct? Was it? Yeah. I think so. It was. Yeah. So yeah, There's like a lost episode, FYI. Oh, yeah, there, there is. is. The episode that never aired. Yeah. Nobody ever <laughs> put it Carl's that never put it up. Well, <laughs> life got in the way. Whatever. Nobody pressured me to put it up. School <laughs> had exams that were like real life, so I chose. But maybe one day. Maybe one day that'll come out, too. It'll be like our Missing Prince album. Well, no, like, there you go. When, like, one of us makes it and everybody listens to it. And then it's like, boom, there's a hidden... Anyways, sorry. (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's where we left off. And it's... And I I don't think that after the RNC, I imagined that Donald Trump... Or, I'm sorry, Flamin' Hot Cheeto would become the president-elect, but... It happened, and now we're living in Donald Trump's America. How have y'all been weathering? Oh, man. Well, you know. 
the skies have gotten darker. Oh, it's for going, sure. So I'm it's leaving the country colder. next week? <laughs> Carlos is being deported. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Immediately. I don't know. I was sitting in my car. Like, I was, like, numb for a while. And then one day I was sitting in my car driving um, to a work trip. And the My President is Black remix came on. And there's a line in it where Jay-Z goes, like, Rosa sat so Martin could walk, Martin walked so Barack could run, Barack ran so our children could fly. And I just, like, yeah. broke down in tears because it was, like, damn, like, we came from having this super, like, amazing, inspirational-ass president to, like, the complete opposite. And, oh, like, yeah. just thinking about what Donald Trump means for kids like blows my mind like it's like if you just had a baby like I feel bad that this is the (laughs) world that your child came into like if you got an eight-year-old right now like you bought your kid into a pretty decent place but if you got a one-year-old right now like oh god good luck explaining to them for the next eight years why the fuck our president is pretending to act like a disabled person on tv (laughs) and why they shouldn't do that (laughs) Like, that's insane how it's, do you give your kids me... rules when the person who leads the country has none See, he doesn't have to follow rules I don't really think it's gonna much is gonna change like just in general maybe because I live in South Carolina so it's like yeah Yeah, we were talking about this, this the other is, day Carlos this is the America I've always lived in what that's do you mean? That's true. true. Like, if you're by... from a red state, like you're kind of used <laughs> yeah, to. Like, yeah, if you're from a, but, but see, there's like other things too. That so, like if you're in a red state, we still have like a certain number of like federal protections to the point where we could at least sue our state. That's true. <laughs> and like yeah. try to like even litigiously get some type of civil rights. But now, like with the backing of the federal government, I feel like the red states are going to be 10 times worse. Like, there's laws that Republicans haven't passed. They're like, oh, it's just going to go to the courts. But now, if the federal government is like, oh, no, totally, do whatever you want to do, like, (laughs) (laughs) then where does that leave us? I don't think it's going to be as laxed as people think it is. And I think that's mostly because on top of, like, the federal government becoming significantly more conservative... All of the people that are in charge now have no government experience. So, basically, for like the first couple I mean, not of all years, of them. not all of them, but most of them. So, uh. it's interesting to me that like they're going to be. I mean, I think essentially everybody that comes to work for the White White House is learning on the job, but like they're really learning on the job. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I- there's I don't know man there's a really interesting article about how like different the education level is between Obama's cabinet and Trump's cabinet and like it's pretty like (laughs) it's a pretty steep drop yeah (laughs) (laughs) I imagine his guys aren't aren't the brightest which is crazy because you know he was supposed to bring in the best people and all this he has the best people I mean, and no one wants to work for this guy. They're like, really no good at what to... they do. We don't yeah. know if those skills are going to transfer over into. But the we government. don't know if they're not. We, we got to give them a shot, guys. We do know that I... they're all fans of colonialism and imperialism, so we'll see how that plans out for the rest of the world. Oh uh, no, yeah. If you're like a social issues person, like your life sucks and it's going to suck. Yes. But as far yeah. as like 
America well, as you know, a whole. If you care about the equality and human rights, your life is gonna people, suck. But yeah, if you care yeah. about the economy, it's lit, I guess. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, but some of us like don't get to participate in that economy because of the social barriers. Yup, but nobody thinks that those are connected. Um while we were gone, Carlos became significantly more conservative. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. Like I haven't is, changed. It's a, I think it's a survival technique. I think so. Well, I mean, I always <laughs> said that if, if Trump won this thing, like I was going to switch a lot of things around. And, um, you know, I'm no longer a Black Lives Matter activist. <laughs> of a, oh, no, no, don't do that, Ethan. <laughs> no, 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 don't do that to us. No, don't I'm do kidding. that. I'm Cut kidding. the game on. <laughs> Is Cam winning right now or is he losing? That's true. More you than can't, likely he's losing. The actually, All Lives Matter curse might... is the realest curse out here. You get your black <laughs> ass on TV and tap dance for these white folks you want to, everything that you think about is going to lose. <laughs> Look at Black Until Lives you Matter right Cam. By black, people. <laughs> black Lives Matter Cam was dabbing on them mm-hmm. hoes. He was doing front flips into the end zone. All, All Lives Matter remember. Cam, he been hurt. He got to wear... <laughs> Uh, they, they don't even uh, call, uh, like call hits on him anymore. Nope. No, they, <laughs> they, they just don't let him get beat up every game. It was terrible. Yeah, Should have done it to yourself. All but Lives Matter lives Wayne matter can't get his album released. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it's a curse, man. It's terrible. The only person that isn't flourishing from the Black Lives Matter movement is Meek Mill. But that's because he's an actual criminal, so... <laughs> Meek Mill definitely lost Yeah I think the only way Meek Mill can come back After his very difficult 2015-2016 Is I think he should just get Nicki Minaj pregnant And be a really good dad Like, I if think that be- would work Yeah like if he just became like the best celebrity dad Like you just saw him with the kid all the time Like playing with them Like just being like an awesome guy To his child I feel like he could like make blogs and like cookbooks and stuff. Like I think he could do that, and Damn. that would be beautiful. I think that. Yeah, he could be like a father, like John Legend. Yeah, like John, like Legend, Father John, but less successful. Yeah, he's fallen so far to like the he highest has, thing that he can bro. be now is a great dad. Like <laughs> that's the that's the, the greatest job the in the top world for him now. If he it's the most if he rebounds world. and becomes a great dad, like. Yeah, he can become like a social, like icon, like Aisha Curry. He could. (laughs) (laughs) Nick Miller, Aisha Curry. What's her name? Uh, Angela Kardashian. Yeah, like Angela. Well, I don't know. Angela Kardashian. Yeah, let's not say she's way better at business than Meek Mill is. Yeah, so (laughs) let's be real here. Angela Kardashian's also better at stealing babies and nurseries. (laughs) What? Well, she stole somebody's baby. Even she stop took lying. her baby. She stole her baby from Rob Kardashian. She went to Rob's what? house and took her baby and took all the stuff out of the nursery. Because Rob Kardashian is a f- asshole to her <laughs> all of the time. And I'm pretty sure what happens when women have babies is that like all of the bullshit that you were on pre-baby, like now you have to think about, oh, how is this bullshit going to impact my child? And you just can't deal with it anymore. <laughs> like... 
Like, if you're in the house with a man that's calling you, like, a stupid-ass bitch hoe and you have a daughter, like, are you really just going to sit there and, like, let him do this? No. You're going to get your fucking daughter and, like, this is not healthy. Yeah, where's Tyga at the the whole time? (laughs) With his young girlfriend. Oh, my God. I just saw a video. Yeah, but I read the other day that um, the Kardashians were... uh, I don't know if they were... I don't want to say they were suing, but they were just, like... uh, Black China had put into trademark Angela oh, Kardashian. Oh, yeah, no, that's happening. And they were, like, trying to block it because apparently it would... Uh, oh, they are blocking What's it. the word? It was basically... It would devalue the Kardashian brand. <laughs> and I just... Oh, wow. I was like, damn. That's crazy. And I wonder why. Is it because she used to be a stripper? That can't be it. Is it because she's black? Could be. Um, I don't know. Is it because she's ghetto? It could also could be, be because she's... Not a Kardashian. It could probably But be. technically she is. Well no, they're she's just not, engaged. She's not married to Rob, so she's not a Kardashian. I mean Chris is not a Kardashian. No. That's true too. But at least Chris was at one point in her life. Yeah, a and, and she she's birthed like, a lot of Kardashians. And she's about to be a Kardashian. I mean now, to be honest, Angela Kardashian. Kardashian and Chris Jenner are the mean, same person. Yeah, they're in the same as far as I mean, she bought a Kardashian to this world, so she deserves all the accolades. Mm-hmm. But she has not and that's what her lawyer was Legally saying. Legally received the last name. Now, her lawyer was saying, at the end of the day, she's not doing anything. I mean, it is her name. Well, it's, she's it's not, not her, her name, name until yet. July 7th, 2017. That's the wedding date. Yo, but speaking what of they? which, you know what that also made me think of? And it's completely, like, different. But So, I was watching this thing yesterday about, and you guys seen it, about, like, Trump and his name is in, um, like, all the buildings. And this is the first oh, time yeah. that... The president of the United States has had his name on like buildings across on all the buildings, not yeah. all the buildings, but you know what I mm-hmm. mean. So many buildings, yeah. and on, golf so many courses, buildings, yeah, like around the world. That is like if they were to attack one of his hotels, would that be considered uh, an attack against the U.S.? Or even thinking about yeah. like, do we now deploy troops to all of the Trump properties, but like to protect them from other people? Or every time a foreign person checks into a Trump hotel, are they giving money for bribes to our country? Like, there's just so many different things that comes with this but that is just not. What I was thinking of was like it's a big deal because I guess you know it's his properties. But what if like Trump had just had like like let's say he had been a politician, whatever, right? Like right. we know he wouldn't have, but let's say he had. And then there was like yeah. his brother Trump, who was like this rich billionaire, and then like Trump just got elected. Like, what would we have to do then? You know what I mean? What did the Kennedys yeah. do? Like, would they have to take the name of Trump off all the buildings? Because <laughs> if I was his brother, I'd be like, "Fuck no!" Like, nah, I don't. Think I want to be president. I mean, like, you think about like Romney or like uh, Romney or ain't got the, his name on no buildings, or like George Bush. But Romney owns a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. sure some of his car. Or like the Bushes, like they own a lot of things. Like, I think some of it, some of the like crap that they give Trump is kind of. Like, just people reaching for things, which you don't really have to. I think that would be my only piece of advice to, like, liberal people is, like, we don't really have to make up things to be mad at about Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's at true. Trump about, He's because, like, there's so already. much real stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I think, I mean, because even when you talk about, like, um, like, the Bushes have a lot of money invested in oil, and they were not at all very big on, you know, climate change. And I'm sure right. there's a correlation there. 
But I think... I, or the fact that, you know, Dick Cheney was, like, VP at Halliburton. Yeah, and, and then Halliburton, Halliburton got these contracts. And, it, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know, white men have been doing shady y'all. shit short. There's no such thing as a coincidence what y'all are in the referring, United States government. Like, at true. all. No. There are no coincidences. These old white men spend their entire lives trying to figure out how to have power and be rich at the same time. And they succeed. Speaking of white men trying to get power, Ethan. North Carolina, um, North Carolina General Assembly decided that they were going to strip a white man of his power, aka their future governor, Roy Cooper. Yeah. In no, a special session. No, it was crazy. They arrested reporters. They arrested a pastor with the collar. If you arrest a collar pastor, you ain't got no type of morals. And there's they this, don't have any. There's this uh, freshman, I guess, representative? No, Senator, yeah, from Spartanburg here in South Carolina that's uh, p- putting forth a bathroom bill. But, like, we've seen what bathroom bills can do. So, like, I know that South Carolina's not going to go through They're with not it. not having that. But it's like, y- right. y'all still going backwards. Like, yeah. Yeah, right in front of our eyes. I read today that the country only has four Democratic governors. Wow. No way. Mm-hmm. It was just on Apple News. I was just reading. I don't it. believe that it's only. Four. It said the four Democratic governors in the United States right now are trying to figure out how to protect Obamacare in their states. I don't believe it's four. Okay. North Carolina, California. Right now. New York. New York. Virginia. Virginia. I could definitely name more than four. Uh, there's got to be more than four. Colorado has to have one. Well, no, they don't Colorado have to because New one? Jersey doesn't have a Democratic governor. What about it's Illinois? Super That's Democratic. True. New Illinois. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Does Illinois have a Democratic governor? I don't know. But that's what the article said. So... You can't believe everything you read on the internet. Come on now. It's like New York Times. Hold on. I know Massachusetts. Has the internet not told you not to believe everything you read on it? Right. (laughs) It has. Is it on the internet to not believe everything? No. Hey, so, um... I finished Atlanta. Ooh... What you think? That was so good. Yo, that was, that last episode, like the very end, isn't it like just crazy? It was it was so hype, man. It the made four me. Four uh... remaining Democratic governors try to save Obamacare. Yes. Huh. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. That's crazy. My question to you about that's that, that article, is going to be right. Yes. I would just Google how many Democratic governors are there. Is this a live fact check? Yeah. I think this is. We don't even fact check on this show. What is happening? Yo, but... Oh, fact checking <laughs> is in now. Yeah, it is. We, we Now fact checking is going to have to be a thing because we live in Donald Trump's America. We live in post-truth America. Okay. Yo. Well, according to Wikipedia, there are 31 Republicans and 18 Democrats and one independent holding offers of governor in the United States. Yeah. Okay. Like I said. But they said four remaining. So does that mean that they lost for in this election? I don't know. I don't know what that means. But, That's weird though. Yeah. I don't no. know. It was Huffington Post, so we we have to fact check. Um but either way, uh, my question was gonna be why don't we have why are Democrats just losing across the board? Because we're I mean it's true though. It's <laughs> it's gerrymandering, it's Democrats only get things. out in presidential elections at that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's the but big problem. Also, South Carolina's also. Well, hold on. South Carolina's gubernatorial election is on mm-hmm. off years. Yep. So I mean, you're almost guaranteed to win here if you're a Republican. Yeah, but do do you not think that the Republicans who uh, control the state legislature knew? Of course. When to put the elections? I mean, but I think it's always um, been in off years, and I think that and at some point we had a Democratic governor. Was. Like at some point, like not at some point a long time ago, like at some point. But like, did you have a did you have a democratic state legislature? Of course you not. Have a democratic no. Supreme Court, like of course not. You can't. Never. Like the the whoever makes the law makes the rules makes. No, the rules. but that has nothing like, to do with governor. Governor is a popular vote. The, but the governor doesn't choose the election day. No, you're right. But I'm saying it's does. always been that way, and we've had a democratic governor before. Like in the well, say, but if you don't have a, a South Carolina General Assembly that is going to change election day to an on year, then which we could right now since technically I know. You th- but what I'm governor. what I'm saying is we've had a Democratic governor in the past ten years. I understand that. So it's not like it saying? can't happen. It's just people don't come out. People don't come out regardless. Increasingly more than oh, it was yeah. ten years ago, for sure. Well, I, oh yeah, I get that point. Okay. Yeah, like, I'll give you that. Yeah, I'm not but disagreeing with you. It's just yeah. I think that, that there's two things that should happen that I think could drastically change the country. One, I think you should automatically be registered to vote at 18, and two, I think that voting should take place on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, like three days. I can see that. On the weekend. Um, I also think that, you know, all of us who um, are progressively minded, like, should probably move to states where they don't vote blue in every election. Well, that's we us. Do. Yeah, we live in that state. And... <laughs> well, that's you guys. I, I don't. Yo, I don't we're about to lose another so. representative, thanks to Trump. Well, another. Who's that? Mick Mulvaney, I think. Yeah, Mick Mulvaney. Oh, really? He's about to get appointed. He's from Columbia. Uh, he's kind of like from the York, Newberry oh, district. Okay. It, you know. Yeah. That, Never mind. Two districts that don't make sense, but yeah, I just remember seeing his. Not very close to each other. They kind of are. I mean, they are, but it's just weird. Yeah. Why? Two completely different demographics of people. Yeah. Well, I just remember seeing. But they his all vote similar. Yeah. Yeah. Which poor, is all that counts. Poor people and poor white people and rich white people. They all vote the same, so that's, you know, they have that in common. But, uh... Yeah, man. Nothing else, though. I think we need to get rid of the Electoral College, but I think that's going to become more of a thing, people talking about it. You think so? Uh, I hope so. It's part of the Constitution. Yeah. Yeah, and they don't like changing that. According to The Daily Show, and whoever they get their facts from, it takes, like, two-thirds of Congress... And three quarters of the of the states. Yeah, but the electoral college benefits Republicans. That's how they've won the past three times. So they won't do it. Nope. Right. Um. I also think that maybe you should get rid of it. Maybe you should change it. Like maybe it should be like they that person doesn't. It's not winner take all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think that that. But no, you know what I really do think though. Before we get to that step, since we'll never get to that step is we just need to get rid of the electors. Because why do we have electors? Or why does every state have different laws for their electors? So in some states, you have like an equal number of electors that are Democrat and Republicans. In other states, if the Republican candidate wins, all of your electors are, are Republican. Republican. And so for 
I mean. No, but here's my problem with it. If what's that? Okay, so we have electors because they're supposed to, uh, I guess, cast the vote for whoever the state votes for, right? Mm-hmm. So why don't we just automatically give the winner the votes? Like, why is there, like, middle people? Like, if... Yeah, why do you need... Well, I mean, what do they do? Exactly. <laughs> like, they don't... It's not like they vote for who they want to. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, and then let's like, say they did. If they did, like, states have these laws where, like, you get arrested. Like, yeah. You get arrested if you don't you vote arrested, the way the state voted. So it's almost like... And there's, like... And, like, in Michigan, they have, like, a second level. So if you don't vote for the person, then they can get a new elector mm-hmm. that will vote for it. And so then it's just, like, even taking a stand, it's confusing. And see, that's relevant. not in the Constitution. Yeah. That's, that's not in Each the state decided state to do that. different rules. So we've yeah. already kind of right. bent the original intent to the point of where it was supposed to be for electors to, you know, if the, if the states voted for, like, somebody crazy, like they Trump. could vote whoever they wanted to. But now the states have made it for people so that they don't vote for whoever they want to. But except they vote for who the state votes for. So I'm just like, mm-hmm. why are we even adding that process? Just give that person, like, just the day of. Just say, all right, here go seven votes. Here go nine votes. Then, right. obviously, I do think we need to just be proportionate, right? Like, if you win 30% of the state and the other person wins 70, like, the other person shouldn't get 100. You should get seven and three or however you want to do right. it. But, yeah, that whole middleman thing is, is ridiculous. Like, yeah, I don't... I don't really get that. I don't know why that's a thing. Like, I could get it again if, if the original intent was there, but it's... That they vote. Yeah, but if it's they not. don't get to vote. It's clearly they choose, not. Like, they clearly made it so they don't. It's like a... What do you call it? Just like a ritual. Like, Yeah. Uh, Some rituals are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rituals are dumb. Yeah, what's wrong? This like, is coming from what's your, a religious person. Um, This is random, but your room... Yeah. Like that you're in, like the wall. Oh, this is my. That's like yeah. I don't think you guys have seen this room. This is my actual bedroom. It's sponge painted. It's sponge painted. Did you sponge paint it? I didn't. My mom did, and one of her friends. They like took cut up a sponge and they. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah, I've seen... But I did it the same color. So it looked, yeah. oh, it was just added texture instead of color. Oh, like you covered it. Yeah. No, mine is like there, there's white spots on purpose. I like it. so. It's different. I think Thanks. two very important things to talk about is the Obamas and also just how dope black people were in 2016. <laughs> um, because in I which think order? that Are if, we... you know, 2016 was pretty fucking awful. But like black people showed the fuck out. So we had yeah. that to celebrate. Like, and I would like to start with the uh, you name it video. No. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I never saw that. Oh, yeah. I'm Which still... was better? Okay. Yeah. Let's do it this way. I think I missed let's, out. Let's uh, because it was an election year. Let's vote for things. Which was better? Uh, the you name it video or the Juju on the beat challenge? You name it. I would say Juju on the beat. Juju on the beat. The only or, no, Juju the Monica the or the... third party, third no. party. The uh, <laughs> the mannequin challenge. Oh no, the so gone challenge. The so yeah, the so, so gone, gone so challenge. Because everybody could have just put up a stupid a stupid video. Yeah, like, you had to actually. The only good juju on the beat I saw was one where there was like this seven year old girl doing it, and like her two year old baby sister was like doing it in the back. 
Oh, that's the only one that I really am here for. Just the <laughs> cutest thing I've ever seen in my life. But um, you, the Sogon Challenge is really good. You name it was just good because of the timing, like because it came out right oh, yeah. before. Oh yeah, I thought yeah, it came out right before it was Thanksgiving. Fun. It was... And like the first meme that I saw of it, and it was like because it was so true, and it was like when um when you ask your mom, it was like when you like when you ask your mom what she cooked, and she's like you can get some cereal, and it was like when you go to your grandma's house and ask her what she got, and it's just like I got dreams because it was like so accurate, like. <laughs> <laughs> like if I go to my grandma's house right now, like she just got like random oh, ass soul food hella... just in the fridge, <laughs> like waiting to be heated up, like for no reason. <laughs> like I went over to my grandma's house like two weeks ago, and she just pulls out like all this soul food. She's like, "You want to eat?" And I was like, "Sure." <laughs> yes. Like I Obviously. guess I wasn't expecting this. Oh man, that's true. I still like. I think I like the mannequin challenge the best. Um, if we're talking, I about thought the there was some pretty cool had, mannequin like, challenges. People in and they... <laughs> oh, and they're like shaking. Those were oh bad. my gosh, the mannequin yeah. challenge. <laughs> you laughed just thinking about it. <laughs> what the mannequin challenge presented, like real, like what did it do me? for the world? Nothing. What it it made black Beatles like, more popular. Made it the number one song in the country. Right. Not more popular than it should have been, but just it but went it viral. Way yeah. too quick, and we didn't, get to, enjoy. What? We didn't to get to enjoy. We didn't get to enjoy Black Beatles. Is that That's like high happened. school students are creative when they want to be? Because it started off when they be. in high yeah. schools, and those kids, like if they had a paper to write, I bet you they would have never put forward that much effort. <laughs> the amount of effort that they did. Not for a this single damn. history project has ever had that much effort, but for it to go viral, they all have been there. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And then, yeah, of course, great, all of the HBCUs had to ruin it with their police brutality. <laughs> political <downers>. messaging. <laughs> Damn, what happened? They did all these Black Beetle, like, mannequin challenge rules, like, like cops playing guns at people and, like, people, like, protesting. I was like, yo, like, <laughs> we didn't need this. <laughs> like, this is not Like, fun can anymore. niggas not have fun? That's, oh my God, that's my favorite line from Atlanta. The number one problem facing black people today <laughs> is that they don't know how to have fun. They don't have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh man no, okay not. here's the next think, here's the next wait do you uh, think donald glover thought of that line or a writer thought of it i think that I think the actor glover. did <laughs> or the act yeah i think it was uh the guy uh, who played i want to learn his name I, I i know donald glover and uh he's in a lot of stuff he's good too he I is think. really brian good Tyree he played Henry. um yeah brian terry he played snoop dogg and straight out of compton and yeah. he's about to be in that that's movie. him mm-hmm what? And he's about to be in that movie where he, um, it's like that white girl takes her black boyfriend to this town and they like kill all the black dudes. Oh my gosh, that is him. Yeah, he's Wait, in what? that one oh, too. Who does what? The new Key and Peele movie. Yeah, the new Key and Peele movie where they this, like, it's like a horror it's film. It's called Get Out. It's a horror film, yeah. but it's like about an interracial relationship. It was actually the most like, that that thing had me thinking for like a while. You saw it? And, no, just like the the preview of Wait, but what it, do they it do? was like so they so it's like it starts off and there's this black guy he's dating his white girl and it's like oh we're gonna meet my parents and he's like did you tell him that I'm black and she's like and she lives in like that? New England and then they go to this town or whatever and she's like yeah, she lives in like New England yeah and like all the black people are like hypnotized they're in some yeah, type of all mind like control or stuck something there and like but like the white people also are like murdering the black people that come to the town. it's crazy and like they're trying it's like to like a get weird, out of like, town stepford wives sort yeah, of thing it's, it's very so stepford creepy wives, wives-y, but about 
interracial relationships. It looks like it's going to be very interesting. Right. It's also funny because Key and Pill both are married to white women, so I don't, <laughs> I believe Yeah, it's like something that like only they would know how to do. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I trust they're like uh, making like right. a film about this because I'm sure they've had this experience. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I can't. I mean, I can't wait to no, read the like, PhD thesis on these. Oh yeah, dude. I've been in some places. I've been in some situations where I was like, like that 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 uh, preview. Like the same way, like when um, um, what's that movie? Uh, the Purge came out. Mm-hmm. Like just like all the like real life implications, like social implications that it made me think of, like made it more interesting than even like seeing the movie for the first time but i've been wanting this, to see it for a while but i can't ever bring myself around to it <laughs> but this key and peel movie Meet like that Black, just tapped so into it was basically the same thing <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because it's like um the key and peel movie or whatever it's just like it's weird because it's like i feel like like a lot of things like movies a lot of times a lot of pop culture is like made for mass consumption mm. which means that it's usually not going to be relatable for people that look like us um, and that was like a, a scary movie that I was like, damn, this is like speaks exactly to like real experiences I've had in my real life. To black men that date white women, yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it could well, be yeah, if you want to put it out, it can there, be relatable too. to any person of color that's just like in white spaces by themselves all the time. That's true. Um, but I feel like it's especially daunting if you've been dating a white girl that says something like. No, I didn't tell me you're black. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> like, you need to let your parents know that so that they don't embarrass themselves. <laughs> yeah, and maybe this would be like a uh, PSA Yo, for people to like, like let in, your parents know. Like in that, um, we're watching the, the oh, movie yeah, Barry. We're watching the Barry movie about Barack Obama. Oh yeah, we're not done yet. No, but, but the scene we left off on is where her he's about to dad, meet her dad. He's about to meet his white girlfriend's dad, and in the bathroom, her dad gave him like a tip, thinking he worked in the bathroom. Like he runs into what? him. Like and, was that her dad? Yeah. Was it her dad? Yeah. Well, takes good with faces. I didn't catch that. Yeah, it was her dad. Because when he got to the table, oh. I was like, yo, that's the same white man. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, so you saw crazy. it. You saw it. Yeah, I finished the whole okay, thing yeah. just now. I thought we were about to finish it and talk nah, about it. Nah, that's so where we're at. Sure no, we have Tay decided that it was... It was significantly more important for me to watch Oprah interview Michelle Obama. Which I like, thought is... Okay. I agree. I just think we, we should have started it. Because oh, we got there and then it's like, pause... Yeah, um, well, like, the whole thing, I feel like, is kind of weirdly suspenseful, and, I mean, spoil alert, nothing ever Yeah, happens. no, because you were just watching He doesn't marry the white girl? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, I ain't watching about that. that shit. So, after watching this interview with Michelle Obama Oprah, like, I was telling Carlos, I was like, literally, Michelle Obama single-handedly is the reason why Barack Obama is our president, because black women is the largest bloating, most consistent voting block in this country, and if he had married that white girl... Just know you don't think he'd be president through a Hell single primary. No. The South Carolina primary is the one that changed his life. Not a single black woman in South Carolina would have voted for a black man with a white wife. Not one of them. You don't think so? White people would have voted for a black man with a white wife. Hell yeah, no. Black women decide who is the primary winner in South Carolina Democratic Party. And I promise you, they would not have voted for a black man with a white wife. Hell, I don't man. know, man. It, there was in something about that movie. No. No. So, like, there's this thing I read, and it's basically, like, one of those chain uh, email things. But it's, like, this story about the Obamas. I'm sure you guys have heard it, but I'm just going to recap real quick to make a point. But they're, like, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama are, like, sitting in a pizza restaurant. 
and um you know like after they're eating like the the host or the, or the owner of the restaurant comes and speaks to them and um later on like michelle tells barack like oh like you know i used, actually used to date this guy and so barack is like oh well you know if you would have married him like you know you'd own this very nice pizza restaurant and she's like no if i would have married him he'd have been be president, president of the United States. <laughs> Yeah, I believe like... that so much. <laughs> I really do because, like, when you look at the way that Barack looks at Michelle, like, you can tell every day he's like, "Damn, like, how the fuck did I bag her?" Like, and like, I feel like he's like spent his life living up to like her expectations. Like, if she, like, there's no Definitely. like, I don't, I don't think, I think that Obama goes would've... both ways though. No, like, yeah, Michelle... yeah. I mean, let's not act like Barack's not one of a kind. Yeah, but Michelle was say, like, also he like really... extremely accomplished. Yeah, nobody's like... see. This is the problem. This is the problem with equality. Some people view it as <laughs> you know, in order for one to be good, the other one has to be bad. No, I just think they're both catches. Yeah, yeah. Like, I also feel like had Barack married like some basic hoe, but he, he would have been like, like complacent. But you guys, Barack was at Columbia got... and Harvard. He was not gonna marry yeah. no basic female. There are plenty of basic hoes that go to Ivy League. They ain't doing shit with themselves right now. But you guys got to get to the end of the movie and tell me what you think. But I don't know. There was a point. I'm still, like, just finishing it. Or I've just finished it. So I'm still, like, wondering, you know, um, just kind of. I'm still thinking about that. That chain link email thing. Like, what would have happened if Brock would have stayed with that woman that he was dating in the uh, movie? Did you ever get to see Southside with? you i have it so in Southside with you there's a scene when him and michelle are like at dinner and um she's like you know i thought that you would be the type of guy that um dated white girls and he was like yeah i did like i dated a white girl for you know all through college Yo, this probably happens in this movie too probably yeah probably does and so she goes and she goes you know like what happened and he was like you know and her family was really nice, so I just didn't want to live, like, the rest of my life being, like, the only black person in the room. He's like, it, like, yeah. he said, I went to her house and, like, just looked at all her family pictures, like, met her family. And it was just, like, I was, like, the black guy. And he was, like, and I was just, like, I don't want to be that anymore. And I feel like that's a feeling you that a lot of people have. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> That's why me and Carlos had a conversation similar. To yeah, that. but that yeah. wasn't. I, I thought that's why you brought it up because of this movie. Oh no, I. Because of it wasn't because of this movie. It was because of uh, Ta-Nehisi Coates' book. So I guess that's like a real story. I mean, obviously mm, it's a real story. Yeah. But um, which book? Ta-Nehisi. Which book? Or Ta-Nehisi Coates' article, the last article he wrote. Oh mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I had. I, I actually uh, have it pulled up on my laptop. It's quite long. Yeah. Yeah, it's really. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, print, really I printed it out. It's like fifty <laughs> something pages. Uh, that's really what I'll do. I'll print it out, start my day off tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'll probably read it at work on Wednesday since I'm really only there this week for formalities. <laughs> do some, just, but yeah, so I'm do some yoga. I'm sitting like Marshawn Lynch. Like, y'all know, y'all know why I'm here. I'll do some yoga. Here, so I, don't some time I watched Gucci Coats. Man on, on Breakfast Club today. That was the most important <laughs> part of my work day. Uh, man, man Tay, we have totally complete, like, different lives. Why? Like, I would probably get up, do yoga, like, read the news, mm-hmm. and Tay wakes up to, like, revolt. I wake up to the breakfast, <laughs> club, <laughs> breakfast club. Because I like to start my day off with Ratchet. Like, Ratchet. Okay. Good for the soul. You gotta have Ratchet in your life. I could watch CBS News, but then that makes me stressed and anxious throughout the day because I'm reminded of how terrible the world is. No, or I can watch Charlie positive. Movie. I- 
and DJ Envy nah. asks dumb questions and it makes it gives me something to laugh about right. and I go into my work day not because I work in politics so I have enough bullshit to worry about when I get to work so for me <laughs> I prefer to watch Soldier Boy making videos with guns in it and going to jail for it because I need that to start off my day oh yeah you get to work in an industry where you only worry about things that have nothing to do with the rest of the world, and I don't. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you work in the private side. You work in construction. Business is the rest of the world. Business runs like politics. Business runs. Yeah, but the you world can ignore really politics goes. and still run a business. Hmm. Not so, really. That's not true. a successful you really, business. I think you could. A mom you and pop shop, but not like a. You don't have to worry about like partisan politics. Not a corporation. All corporations have some type of governmental affairs arm, whether it's a like a public relations firm or their own like governmental affairs department. Hmm. They do. That's true. So it must maybe be, there is no separation. I don't know. I mean, it matters, see, but you're problem. only worried about that one thing. You're not really thinking about how like those things impact everybody else. You're worried about how those things impact your business, which is still. Not the same as what I do, so <laughs> so I mean, in a way, it's it a different, different in type. A way it is. I don't think that people that are lobbying on the behalf of the oil industry are like taxed or like having taxing emotions about how poor people are impacted by all the jobs they create. Think. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Fine. Sure. But um. All right. It's hard. So... Like, you can't just say like. The oil industry. That's like me having an argument with somebody and then just like bringing up like, well, the gun industry. Well, yeah, duh. That's like the worst. Like, I mean, those are the I ones that spend the most money. I'm not like this big oil person. So like to me, I'm like, yeah, I, I kind of do agree with that. The oil industry is shitty. We need like renewable energy. So. I don't think the oil industry is shitty. I think they're just cheap. I think it's shitty. They lobby so that uh, like renewable energy stuff gets Speaking of the oil industry, another crazy thing to happen this year. Native Americans are still fighting for their land uh, thousands oh of God, years yeah. later. Man, I don't want to talk about this because nobody's doing anything about it. We're all watching it happen, but nobody's um, doing nothing about it. I bought My law them. professor actually went to Standing Rock. Your professor yeah. did? Oh, yeah. Um, I bought a $30 gas mask off of Amazon for them on their wish list. So, I did something. So, Tay did something, too. There you go. Yo, Ethan. All right, so this is serious. (laughs) This is real, real serious. Like, so you're against, like, charter schools, right? I don't want to... I'm sorry. I don't want to make such a blanket statement. The Secretary of Education has never been to a public school, but she... I don't want to make such a a blanket statement. But... Okay. But, okay, so today I was just, uh... Like, I was thinking about, like, how all the schools, uh... On the I-95 corridor here in South Carolina... Like, they just, yeah. they need money, right? And they're never right. going to be able to get money because, one, the, like, the property, that, like, around there, there's just, it's not enough to, like, tax people, right? Like, like you right. can tax people, but you just, like, you can only tax people so much. And if the property is not worth a lot, then it's, like, they're just not going to have a lot of money. And then the legislature is not going to do much about, like, about it anytime soon to fix their schools. So I was just thinking, huh. Like, what if, like, a, like we and a group of friends, like, we found a way to raise just billions of dollars. I say billions because I was, like, you know, I was dreaming. So, <laughs> yeah, why, yeah, why yeah. thinking millions? Right. I'm thinking billions. And we just, like, built right. all the schools and, like, because... A Saudi prince will pay you a million dollars to shit on them. 
Because <laughs> I was thinking, like, we could donate all this he money. He pays you a million dollars. Yeah, they pay black women that money to shit on them. <laughs> I was going to say, he's not going to pay us. <laughs> well, I was thinking we could donate all this money to the school districts, and then they could build their schools, but then I think it would all, it would get funneled to, like, all the school, like, the good school districts. But it's like, what if we... I mean... Like, what if we build all, like, private schools? What's, like, what's the problem with that? Well, build all private schools or charter you. schools whatever yeah. what if you just build a bunch of charter yeah. schools and you did and you made it so like all like big enough remember we're th- we got billions of dollars here so, right. so you just made them big enough so that all the poor kids in the area could go so i know what ethan's argument is and it's what the argument that convinced me to realize that charter schools aren't the best option and his argument is we should not live in a place where the government is allowed to give up on public schools well, I get that, <laughs> but that's not the same, because that's like uh, taking a solution and then like offer it like how do I put it, bringing up like a problem, which is true. It is a problem, but given that the government is giving up, it's like what do we do in the meantime while the government figures it out? We get new people. Wait, Tay, did you just finish your wine and start drinking Carlos's yes. wine? Yes. Right? <laughs> I don't mean playing. You mean I'd be pacing myself? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you heard it here. <laughs> I have no shame. Oh I'm my god! <laughs> you should have seen her pour it. I... I'm about to go get another bottle. But I'm with it. Like I was just thinking, what? Like what would I'm be? Sorry, I didn't mean to get distracted. That was just hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I think you're right, Carlos. Like the the quickest way that we found, um we as in people who actually do education reform not me but the uh quickest way that they found to like reform schools and to, like uh help kids who are in these high need areas who aren't getting funding is to build charter schools like i can't deny that okay so is that why charter schools are built because for the longest i've been yeah. Yeah. That's part of the reason. That's that's so, a lot of the part yeah, of the reason why they're doing about that. charter schools that like if you live in a community with failing schools like as a parent like you want your kid to have the best possible education and do you have time for a public school system to get better when it comes to your kid education no so charter schools become an option for parents to give them a quicker result because at this current time you have a kid in school so i think like my problem with it is that i mean which is i mean it just it's a realistic problem is every kid can't go to the charter school right so then now we're gonna have the problem with charter schools and that's what I think about. And so I could see that, but that's why I said if we got if we had billions of dollars. Yeah. But I don't know. I think yeah. that our generation is like creative enough to where we Well, so my thing is like we have people who are really smart, who are really talented, who are uh really, you know, forward thinking and um interested in problems that affect, you know, poor kids in school. And I think that this is the perfect time to get those people interested and in, in, um, influencing more public investment in public The schools. biggest thing that I remember, so I started off my educational career in an inner city public school, and I would say that the biggest thing that I saw that I think drastically changed the way inner city public schools function was when they took teacher's aides out of the classrooms, was they cut the budgets and couldn't have them anymore. 
Mm -hmm. I think having two adults in the classroom drastically changes. Fundamentally, Like, in a crazy way. My mom works at a charter school, and they have a teacher and a teacher's at eight. And, like, she just has, like, like, the five kids that, like, just can't get it. Like, it is her job to work with them one-on-one all day, every single day. Like, that's it. So the regular teacher can deal with the kids that she's able to, like, advance. And she exclusively deals with the kids that, like, she, like, and it's first grade. So, like, she'll have a book and it'll be, like, the the sky is blue. And because, like, they can't read, like, the other kids, they'll try to remember it. And then she'll, like, flitch it to another thing that'll be, like, the grass is green. And they'll look at it and be, like, the sky is blue. Because they, like, memorized it because they don't really know how to read. But, like, because it's only her job to sit there with those five kids all day, every day and make sure they learn. Like, it becomes significant. I mean, those kids end up being able to advance way farther than they would be if they were in the whole whole class and not being able to, like, get that individual attention. They would just be failing. So, and then with, like, behavior problems, like, the teacher doesn't have to deal with behavior problems. Like, it's her job to go and grab the kid that's cutting up and bring them out of class and, like, figure out something else to do with them rather than letting the teacher have to stop class and, like, do this whole process. So... I think that's like, but that goes into school funding and they cut funding from public schools all the time. <laughs> and that's really yeah, where the funding goes. True. It goes into how many adults you have in the school. <laughs> like, right. that's all school funding is. Like, it has nothing to do with books or facilities. It has everything to do with how many grown adults are actually employed at the school. And if yeah, you cut. I think that. As I say, I think that a big part of the problem with public education is the fact that it's a people problem. Mm -hmm. There's not enough people. There's not enough people. There are not enough adults in public schools at all. Like, the kids outnumber adults, like, drastically. Being in a class where there's 25, 35 kids and one grown-up, like, where does that... That doesn't work. (laughs) Not with United States kids. No, I see it on TV in third world countries all the time, and it seems adorable, but those kids seem really happy to learn. But here in this country, (laughs) (laughs) we need a couple more adults in the room. Hey, Ethan. That's an issue. Yeah. Are you watching the Panthers game? I'm seeing a little bit of it, man. Freaking. Who's winning? They, uh, the Panthers are right now. It's 13-9. Speaking of the Panthers game and who's winning, you know what really frustrated me about 2016? The fact. They had it out for Cam Newton. No. The fact that men's interests are still constantly prioritize in this country because right now the Panthers are 20 we and the Redskins 29 you know I know that because if I go on Facebook or Twitter and refresh my feed it's always at the top why is that (laughs) important to it's not important to everybody but because men are interested in sports I don't think it's convenient at all why can't they be like oh right now a new episode of the Real Housewives of Atlanta is playing because that I care about that way more than I care care about about that all people don't care about the sports if you're not going to do it all all men men care about sports (laughs) that's not true all real men do whatever that's Oh my god! Um, According to the Yard Podcast, all real men. According to Carlos. According to Carlos. Um, But no, like it annoys. Like every time I get on my phone, I see that I'm just like, why? Like, have we come to a point where like we don't want to inconvenience men so much they don't have to fucking Google it or turn to the channel? They can just get on things and it tells them the score, the game. Like they don't do that for anything that anyone else is into. Like that's true. It's they so aggravating to me. Like every but you opt into game, that. Like 
Chiefs versus Titans. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, why is that? <laughs> why is it the first thing on there? Like, it aggravates me because it's just like, like we said on the show before, like anything that women are interested in is considered like, like not important. Secondary, and trivial. And it's considered the most important thing in the world. Yeah. When in reality, like most people, not most people, just as many people don't care about football as do care about football. But for whatever reason, it's the number one I, thing that I, we I get. don't know. Yeah. You can't just go around <laughs> like throwing out general statements <laughs> like that, Tay. Okay. <laughs> like, no. I was going to say, um, we're entering close to the one hour mark. So I'm thinking that we should do like a speed round. And just come up with like, uh, I don't know how to say it, like uh, final statements of the Yard podcast um, for 2016. Not not like in general, just for 2016. Nah, you said it all. So like, so like uh, for example, like a final statement for the Yard podcast of 2016 would be that um, Lemonade was the probably uh, at least it was the best best album um, of 2016. Fact. I mean, has J. Cole's album been out a week yet? Can we oh, wait? God. Oh, God. Final statement of the Art Podcast of 2016. J. Cole is trash. Yeah, why don't you support local rappers? Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't get because, that. Because, first of all, he's from New York. No, uh, he's not. Be honest. Uh, okay, well. He's from he started Vietnam. Ra- <laughs> okay, well. Huh? He's a, he's a New York rapper, but he's from Fayetteville. I'll give you that. Um, I really like J. Cole's album. I also feel like that's the She's Mine part one is going to be in some, I don't really know. They're not quite Hotep Blacks, but somewhere in between like Hotep Blacks and like conservative Half woke. Like New Blacks, <laughs> that's going to, like someone's going to get married to that song. I just know it. Um, Maybe I'll get The Lemonade was song. definitely the best album of the year. The second best album of the year was Coloring Book. And the first Whoa, worst album of the y'all year can't was... just throw these things out as facts, guys. No, that's what I'm saying. So like we gotta factual. do some of these things. Like uh Views is Drake's worst album. Yes. We can officially say that. Worse? That yes. Worse. Drake's best album is Take Care, hands down. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. I can't say what is good. best though. I was gonna say nothing was the same like, Or just as bad as views. Whichever way you want Whoa. to look at it. No. Take care is <laughs> the best no. Drake album. Views was just a lot it was just too many songs. It's views was too long, it was just and too therefore many songs. Drake's like, worst way album. too many songs that meant nothing. Like there was no reason for division. Or I bet you know a lot of those songs album. though. I don't. I do. I do. I, I play. No, I listen to like the same eleven songs from. Yeah, views, and those but... eleven songs could have been a great album. All the other thirty-two of them could have been scrapped. <laughs> um, T-Lop but... was a great album, but Kanye is heart crazy. <laughs> Drake took over 2016. Like he told us he was gonna do it, and then he did. It. And he did. Like he, and then he it did was it. his year. He went four times platinum in six months. Jeez. Also with the help of Apple, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, well, he had a feature from Apple. Yeah. <laughs> Apple <laughs> that was the his only, only reason feature. why Drake is nominated for a Grammy, and the fact that he made a song about the Grammys on that album. Eight Grammys. Drake is nominated for eight Grammys. Let's not his for his worst album. Went four times platinum and is nominated for eight grand. Because <laughs> so of like, Apple let's Music. Just dwell on that. Because <laughs> of streaming. That's true. We live in a streaming generation. We Chance do. wouldn't even be nominated for a Grammy if we didn't have streaming. Yeah. Thanks to Apple for Chance. Um, also, A Seat at the Table was a great album. As a longtime Solange fan, like I had 
like know all of the songs on all of her albums, I'm very happy that the rest of the world was able to know that Solange is also the shit. I never heard it. It's a beautiful album. See, I tell you, I listened to a couple songs off of it. I think it was pretty good. It's the I only like album it. that's gotten me through Donald Trump's America. Like, I feel like another uh, final statement I want to make is about 2016 is that had Beyonce not released Lemonade, this would be the year of anti. Mm. This would be Rihanna's year. Yeah, mm. I don't think so. No. My favorite Rihanna album is still Good Girl Gone Bad. I haven't. And that album. Anti was great. Anti would have won but this year. This yeah, is Ray Schmurr's year. <laughs> Ray Schmurr. Shrim Life. Um, Shrim Life 2 was dope. I don't um, know. Mm, I don't know. So, like, for. So, I'm a person that enjoys, like, cohesive albums. And so, this was Rihanna's, like, first album that wasn't really cohesive. Like, She's had like huh. a bunch of different songs and they're all individually are really good songs. Like as an album, it's Needed all over the place work. emotionally. Yeah, it was kind of... And I don't, I don't like that in the album. And so that's why I don't really like anti... Like not that I don't love the songs, but like I don't need to be coming from like fuck niggas, like stab them to like I love you deeply, like in this... <laughs> in the same if it's not like and it wasn't sequenced in a way where like lemonade was where it like went through like this process of like i think right. you're cheating on me oh you're definitely cheating on me i hate you oh maybe i have daddy issues oh also like i think i love you like let's try to work on things like it went through a sequence rihanna's just all over the place but in reality rihanna is all over the place as a person rihanna's very <laughs> so, much all over the place i don't think That's you true. can like compare every album to lemonade I, no, I don't think that's okay. <laughs> that like, can't I hate just be the bar. when the stands are like, oh, like Beyonce got um, nominated and Rihanna didn't. Like, we should be more annoyed that like Justin Bieber is nominated and Rihanna uh, isn't. But purpose... purpose wasn't a bad album, but is it a Grammy yeah. nominated album? Well, it's a Grammy nominated album and Donald Trump. Yo, singer. was that yes. was that was that song um, "Love Yourself" yes, on there? It was. On oh there. Yeah, yeah, no, th- that album deserves to be nominated. <laughs> Just because of that song. I think. And that Love song yourself, with Travis Scott. Uh, it don't make no sense. Was it? I need you the most, or whatever. I yeah. I no, you. that one's not on that. I um, where are you now that I need you. That's that's a Skrillex song. Mm. That's not a Justin Bieber song. Oh yeah, that's not a Justin but, Bieber. But yeah. Yo. Okay, so we need to. And even this is not in any type of way Adele's best album. Like twenty five. No. Twenty five. Well, she just had hello. I don't even know if another song on that album. I don't. None of them were like twenty one is the best Adele album ever, and I don't even know why they even put her in that category. But well, hello is is a a great song it was, it was a great a very video song. so what about J. Cole's album y'all aren't gonna comment on it I was just talking about it I'm not I just I'm said that She's Mine Part 1 is gonna be somebody's wedding song but that's a very cohesive album it is I really like J. Cole's yeah. album I don't think it's produced as well as his last one is but I enjoy it cause it's very relaxing and he's making a lot yeah, of really. I, just, I like narrative rap. So my problem with J Cole is like that J Cole. J Cole could be like Drake and make bangers every time, and he doesn't. Yeah. And I. Yeah, but but so this is my question to that statement: Is could he? Yes. Yeah. 
I Because his bangers are bangers. Because, what do you mean? His like yeah, which ones? And you got a good thing. What's the name of that other song? Um, uh, workout. He didn't even like workout because he does. He doesn't recognize what's commercially successful. Can't get enough. That was a good but one. But the thing I is, he gets played he like that. Don't save her. She don't want to be saved. Mm-hmm. Every time I get in my car, that song's on the radio. Like, no role models. No is ro- always no on models. the radio. Yeah, I got in the car earlier today, and that song was on the radio. And those yeah. are classics. No, I, like, I like it. What I'm saying is, I don't think that if J. Cole tried to be Drake, he could be Drake. He could be better. I agree with that statement. I think that you're saying that because you like J. Cole, because you're J. So you Cole. Think, well, like I, I was pointing out to Carlos, Drake has a hit song where he goes, uh-uh-uh, I think I need some Robitussin. So, yeah. like, let's <laughs> chill on lines. the comparison between J. Cole and Drake. This is not well, the same. J. Cole also has, like, a million lines about shit. Yeah, but... Yeah. And how he shits on people. So, like, yeah, no, before uh, we pretend that well, J. Cole Drake has all these perfectly... Like paranoid schizophrenic these days. So I'm actually getting very concerned that Drake is like consumed with his haters to the point where like all of his music is really getting aggravating to me. Like because because Drake is who he is and like his songs become like social movements, I'm afraid of like his narrative about constantly having enemies and like what that's oh, going to do. Oh, you're talking about fake love? Yeah. Like, because you know that right now, everywhere, there's like a young fuck boy talking about people yeah. showing fake love for him. And like, that's not really happening yeah you ain't gotta talk about Ethan like that too <laughs> I was gonna say to my <laughs> face straight up to my face but <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I'm concerned about the narratives that Drake is like creating because what Drake says and does becomes like fuckboy narrative for like a year or two and I don't I don't <laughs> want for them to be going through that um I also re-listened to Childish Gambino's album the other day. I haven't listened to it yet. Is and it, it good? is oh, yeah. beautiful. It is. Like, it's amazing. It is beautiful. I was playing. It's like the male version of a seat at a table. Like you just like sit there and like you go through like the songs and the emotions and it's just like wow, like you really like put effort like the artistry of it is like way right. good. Like yeah, when I first listened to I was, it, I was doing work so I wasn't really paying attention. How, I was playing it in the car with my dad and he's like, who's this guy pretending to be Prince? How did he have time to record an album? And year? make a TV show. And That's he's still like a comedian. Do. Like Don Glover yeah. is literally our generation's like charm and he, he needs to get all of the respect. Like He's going to be in the uh, Han Solo movie playing mm-hmm. Lando Carissian. Like, Yo, have He's y'all seen? Uh, oh yeah, have he y'all was heard in the Martian movie? Uh, yeah, the Martian he, with uh, Matt Damon. He was yeah, in that. He was the guy that figured out how to bungee jump the yeah. people back. Yeah, yeah. great, great. Yep. I mean, he's just—he's everything. Did y'all he's ever hear that? Could ever want. That Donald Glover freestyle on pound cake. Yes. Yeah, yeah, was he was a beast of that. My favorite. Yeah, he's good. I think that um, that could be a statement for 2016. Is that. Donald Glover is the Renaissance man. He is. He's the gem of the country. Like, I mean, after he put out that was it Kowawi Kawi out when he's just like singing yeah. gorgeously. Like, I thought he was gonna put out another. And he had a Gangster Girls mixtape. Yeah, no, no, he did not. Yes. Yeah, he did one with DJ Drum. It's called Stone Mountain. It's actually dope. Yeah. It's the one I have like my he's, I mean. Yeah, Donald Trump. I mean, Donald Trump. Wow. <laughs> no, but the only Donald we the only Donald man. we acknowledge is Glover. <laughs> that's Glover. that's how we'll go through the next four years for sure. 
Because, yeah, Don Glover has been everything that we never knew that we wanted or needed or deserved this year. I think that when Kanye West closes his eyes and dreams of his best self, he's thinking of Don Glover's career. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. If Don Glover Just in the sense of, like, he's line, like, oh. I have all these ideas, I have all these things, yeah. and no one's let me do them. I think that that's Donald Glover. I think that Don Glover. Glover has more structure than Kanye does, so he's able to, like, actually do things. Kanye isn't, he doesn't have a lot of structure, because he's one really spoiled and selfish and two he's just been rich for way too long so it becomes problematic but i'm no i won't say that on air i was gonna say i, I still am gonna try to stay a Kanye stand but i'm working through that right now <laughs> oh no nah. um, yeah i don't know what i don't know what to do about kanye i'm bruh, kanye your man it, has blonde hair and i actually don't mind the blonde hair Eminem has blonde hair. I'm not Eminem worried about his blonde hair. hair. His blonde hair, I mean, it's only problematic to me because he's like 37. The same day he met with Trump. <laughs> no, he had blonde hair before that. Coincidence? He, bl- he had blonde hair he had before, blonde he before he met with Trump. I hadn't he seen him. He had him. blonde hair before he went to the hospital. Yeah. We don't know where he went. I think Kanye, I, he's gone. Yeah. Through. But I think the most, so the best, so now let's go through the best TV shows of 2016. Um, yeah, that's what I was going to ask you guys before. Is it Insecure or is it Atlanta? Atlanta. Insecure. I say Atlanta. Insecure. Atlanta. I don't know. I can't no. really say. They're different Atlanta was shows. creative. And not that Insecure wasn't, but it was like Atlanta was just off the wall. Like, so Atlanta yeah, was episode like. Episode 7. That's all I'm saying. I mean, it's a completely different type of shows. <laughs> like, for me, like, me and my friends have this problem all the time. You can't relate to it, Tay? I can relate to it, but also on a different level. So, like, me and my friends have a conversation all the time where, like, if you're looking for like a gif of best friends, like right. there's never a gif of black girl best friends. Like that's just not something that you've ever seen on TV. Like two black a little show called Girlfriends with my baby. Yeah, Tracy but that Ellis was Ross. like a decade ago. So like yeah. now, if you look up like best friends, like there's whole TV shows created around two white girl best friends. And so like for me, I enjoy Insecure because of like yeah. the like friendship are the girls from Broad City white. No, they're white. They're Jewish. Yeah. So it was so for me, like I enjoyed that show because I got to see like something that I've wanted to see on TV for a really long time. It was just like two girls like doing their jobs and like and then you get to see like so much of like what they do at work and in their personal lives. Like I like like the just, black women narrative of insecure. Too. Yeah, and I like Atlanta for that reason. But the question too. was best show two thousand sixteen. I don't think not which show did you like choose, more, Tay? I can't choose which <laughs> one was best because I think both of them were like groundbreaking in their own ways. Also, like Westworld was amazing. Uh, Westworld, yeah, I still have to different. start that. So it's different, but I have to start Westworld. I have to end the night of, and I have to finish yeah. Insecure. And then, um, what else did we see this year? The People versus OJ Simpson was good. Luke Cage. Luke Cage. Yeah, Luke yo. Cage was great. Luke Cage was a good show. I procrastinated yo, with that show. Can we talk about the fact that comic books got, got black this year? As fuck. Like, that was dope. Roxanne Gay wrote like a black character in the Black Panther this year. Like, yeah. What? Y'all haven't read my ever. Black Panther um, comic books. I should read those before I leave. Yeah. Yeah, Ta-Nehisi Coates Ta-Nehisi wrote Coates, the Black Panther. Roxanne Gay, like, what? Like, yeah, this has been... And a black woman and, opened up a comic book store in California. Yeah. Also, two black girls opened up a hair store, which is surprising because black women spend a lot of money on hair, but we didn't own any hair stores. Yo, you ever been to a hair store? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, man. Okay, so I went to one a couple weeks ago, man. It's just, I have a black mother. I mean, that doesn't mean so. you went to the store with her. I've been a yeah, couple no, of times. Yeah, no, mine was very bad. I've been dating Tate for a while, and I went to a black hair store for the first time recently. That's true. I, well, I can't name You've how many been times I've been to a hair store with, like, half of a deca- decade. A black girl that I've dated. black hair store. Yeah. I feel like I failed you. Really? Um, I don't know. I, I can't really say I've been to the hair store with, like, a girl that I dated before, but um, I've been with my mom and sister. Well, yeah, but I feel like you date a lot of those black girls that are like, I don't wear weave, and they think they should get a cookie for that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't, that aggravates the fuck out of me. I think that hair is like an expression of creativity, and weave is a part of that, but whatevs. Um, Well, it's not what you care, it's what guys care. I don't care about you niggas. (laughs) 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 Um... (laughs) Let's okay, see. uh other TV best show. Well, black... Captain America Civil War. Yeah, best What's black that? movies. Oh, and This Is Us is a really good... It's not a black show, but there's a lot of black things talked about on there. It's pretty good. But hmm. black movies this year. Queen of Cotway was very good. Didn't see it. I know. I can't name... Did anybody go see Birth of a Nation? Because I know we talked about that. I didn't see Birth of a Nation. Well, what about... Um, hopefully it comes on that. Was it? The Perfect Man was that any good? Or when the bow breaks? That was the one that came out this oh, year. Oh, the like, yeah, I didn't go see that. Um, I wanted to see that. That was seems because it looks so black. Who was in it? It looks so. It's uh, Tyre. Was it that Tyrese? No. Who the? Um, it was Morris Rid- Chestnut. Morris Chestnut and, uh, and Regina Hall. King Hall, Regina yeah. Hall. Yeah. I watched like uh, the Kevin Hart movies. Yes. Like, Kevin Hart had a lot of really good movies this year. All of them. Kevin Hart did his thing this year, and it's true. Always. A lot of people did their thing this year. The only movies I saw were, like, nerd movies. I saw Doctor Strange. I saw Civil War, Suicide Squad, stuff yeah, like that. So we didn't movies. like Batman and Superman? It was okay. It wasn't the best. We've talked about this before yeah. though, on the show. But I liked it. Civil War was better than Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. Oh, Bat Panther came out on Civil War this year. And then that movie yeah. will come out. That's going to be really exciting. Maybe we'll have a podcast by 2018. Um, <laughs> we'll have a podcast in 2017. <laughs> the next time we have a new president. And then I guess the last thing that is the most important thing um, to close out the show is what is the Obama... Oh, wait. Queen Sugar also. On, Queen oh, Sugar. Great show. Um what is the Obama's like? What's gonna be their their lasting greatest legacy? Being the first um, black family in the White House. That's everything, though. Like, can we have? Uh... But that's what the always people will talk about. Oh, people will talk about but Obamacare like, in a negative sense. No, people I will think talk about that. The I don't think so. I uh, think that Obamacare. The media has done a good job of. I think Obamacare, even though it's like very flawed is like very revolutionary like for oh, a yeah. president to like take a stance to where they made an attempt to get all of the adults in our country insured like i don't think that republicans are going to be able to easily take that away well they can't right like, people i think that the one thing <laughs> i think that the one thing that i want uh people to take away from the obama presidency is that like um Hmm, how do I say this? I'm thinking just like short ways to say it. like hope. 
kind of like the idea that when we say black lives matter, it means that all lives matter. Like the idea that like when black people get on, we put other people yeah. on. And so like stop trying to act like that's not a thing that we believe black in Black people strongly. have literally lost their lives for this entire country to be even a little bit decent. Like we have done nothing but die for this country to be able to stand on its principles that it advocates to the rest of the world. So you're welcome. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, from like transgender issues to gay issues yeah. to immigration to like uh, women's rights. Like there's so many things that like President Obama has stood for, has put his credibility on the line mm-hmm. for in you know, some things that black people weren't comfortable with him even saying socially, like, yeah. socially. There's a whole... Um, and the fact that he's willing to do those things. Like, when we get on, we put other people yeah. on. So, we have the first so, transgender you know, <laughs> White House staff member. Right. I mean, just for my folks who are, you know, my friends and people that I don't know um, who are not white, even who are. When you hear, like, the term Black Lives Matter and it makes you cringe a little bit, like, check yourself, bro. Because, like, when we say Black Lives Matter, that means all lives matter. That yeah. means that, like, because when we get on, we put everyone Snaps. on. Snaps. Yes, that's so true. Um, I would say, for me, President Obama has, oh, no, I feel like he's definitely was the first president, like, of the people. Like, he was very good about, like, if people did the work, if they organized and did the work to make sure that their issue got to him, like, he did something about it, which, like, I think is, like, really, really important. And, like, people maybe, because, and the thing is, like, he was a real policymaker. Like, he did things that maybe you won't see every day, but have, like, lasting implications. So, like, even with Black Lives Matter, people have all these problems. But, like, President Obama has let hella niggas out of jail this year. And he's like demili- like done all these steps to demilitarize the police and constantly was sending the federal and the attorney generals to investigate like these crimes that were happening so that like it was outside views. Like those are things that actually happen that are like actually tangible. And to like people that don't understand policy, like that may not seem like a big of a deal. But, like, taking away, like, military gear from police departments is, like, going to be really helpful to us in Donald Trump's America. Um, Right. (laughs) But, and then Michelle Obama, I just, my God, we didn't deserve her. We still don't deserve her. (laughs) Like, the audacity of these people to ask her to run for office. You don't deserve her to represent this (laughs) fucking country. Ugh. People were disgusting. Like, Michelle Obama's just been everything. I feel like even there's been times where I haven't been, like, like super stoked about like things that President Obama was doing like Michelle was just always there to reassure me that like black women are (laughs) it and will forever be it and she oh like she's like the standard for the rest of us going forward black and white (laughs) women just be be like Michelle be like Michelle and Beyonce that's really all you should aspire to do yeah my goal in life is to have dinner with Barack that's okay. <laughs> I just want to have a, a quick dinner. Have a drink. Yeah. I buy you a drink, Mr. President. What do you think he's going to do now? Because he's still going to be living in D.C. We were talking about this earlier. So, like, every time, like, something happens or, like, Trump does something crazy, do you think reporters are going to, like, go outside, like, Barack's house and be like, you know, President Obama? Oh, they're going to always, they're going to want to reach out. Like, to President Obama, what are your thoughts on uh, Trump yeah. invading uh, France? 
I... My favorite <laughs> thing about President Obama when they asked him, like, what are you doing afterwards? Like, the first thing he said was, I got to get back in my wife's good graces. And right. we're going on a long vacation in somewhere warm. And I'm like, that's so adorable. He's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Like, He's like, the first thing I gotta do is, like, take care of yeah, home. Yeah, make sure and babe's then, good. And then y'all need to figure y'all own shit out. Y'all did this to yourselves. Right. I, um, I, what was I gonna say? Oh, in response to what you said today, I think that, uh, we should shout out to Michelle Obama for basically completing, like, Black Woman Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Because we've got Beyonce, Oprah, and Michelle Obama. Yeah. Is that it? I mean, as far as like famous I mean, there's black like women, other people, but I mean, I think Maryland, all of the black three, women yeah. in Obama's cabinet deserve their own Mount Rushmore because they literally ran this country. Um, Loretta Lynch, yeah, Loretta Lynch and um, Valerie. Valerie J. Yeah. Do y'all think Condoleezza yeah. Rice goes on that Rushmore? I mean, that girl, she she took a lot. I the strength of Condoleezza Rice should never go up. No, nah, I asked. But, I got asked because you know, uh, um, what's his name, Chief Justice uh, Thomas. Mm-hmm. I, he's not in the uh, African American Museum. I yeah, I heard about. And that. I'm like, I'm that a... is like that's messed up. I, I yeah, mean, that might be that's awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know well, that. I mean, yeah. But, like, did he want to be there? I don't think so. <laughs> like, I don't think he really wants he... to be an African-American, so... I don't know. Like, it's like... Well, so, I think when you talk about, like, the African-American Museum, and it's, like, a people's journey, and it's about, like, the people constantly being advanced forward, and you have someone like Clarence Thomas who is, like, very, like, adamant about, like, not doing that, then maybe there isn't a place for him <laughs> in the museum. Whereas Conley's Rice, I feel like Conley's Rice, like I don't, I don't know, I don't think that she, I think that she was like, she had like consequences for the environment that she was in. But I think overall, like she was like incredibly smart and capable, have, and like she was a symbol. Yeah. So I have the same conflict internally with uh, Condoleezza Rice that I have with Colin Powell, which is the fact that they lied to us and sent us into war and killed a lot of Americans. Yeah. Did they lie to us? And though? I can't. No, Colin they did. Powell or did quit. they just use like what? A- Colin Powell went to the UN and lied to the entire. But what world. if this was the and then he quit? But what he if this bad. was the best information they were given at the time? No. Like, what if the CIA? Wasn't. What if the CIA was telling them, "Yo, they got." But we already. We already know it's not but true. But what if we they did? And, we don't know. And he used, yeah, he staked his credibility. He knew we would listen to yeah. him because he was General Colin Powell. He knew we would listen to him and he did it. Yeah. No, there's like. Like, I understand it's your job, this. but like. <laughs> like. Dude, you All lie. done by and, independent parties. <laughs> like, yeah. Donald Rumsfeld has even come out and said yeah, that. Yeah, like, it's in books. They knew what they were yeah. doing. Colin Powell has come out and been like, that was the wrong thing to do. Right. But it was too late. And By then, people died. Yeah, he lied to. They both lied to us, and you know, I appreciate them for being on the other side. I appreciate them for being, you know, talented and like, you know, paving the way for a lot of people. They're still role models, but they definitely lied to the country and to the world. Yeah. Well, you know, we have to find our role models where we can because Ben Carson certainly jumped off of that fucking. Oh my mission. gosh, heroes are fallible. Oh, God. <laughs> heroes are fallible. Yeah. 
Ben Carson. Like, Kanye, Ben Carson. Yeah. There's a lot of people that took L's this year. A lot you know? of black people took L's, but thank God the good black people made up for it. Jesse Williams was a rising <laughs> star this year. Where we lost Nate Parker, we got Jesse Williams in replacement. Right. So that's good. Where we lost uh, Cam Newton, we got Colin Kaepernick. And, is that what happened? Mm, yeah, hey, I won't. <laughs> I, that, was, that was a stretch. I, I reached for that we one. Got I reached. Prescott because even though <laughs> he's not political, but he's just like a black person being good at being. Nah, we got LeBron. We did get. I mean, we got LeBron too. Yeah, LeBron. That was a big pickup for Black America getting LeBron James. To it get was political because you know statements. Carmelo was trying, and we were like, Carmelo, you don't have a ring, so you don't. Really... <laughs> you don't get to speak. <laughs> yeah, really. like, you know your opinions are cute, but like focus on basketball, bro. Um, right. yeah, LeBron's gonna run for. But LeBron uh, got a ring, and he spoke day. up for Black people. Oh, I promise you, LeBron's right. gonna be in like Congress one day, either Congress yeah. or like his state Senate. It's gonna be something crazy, but. But can we, and I'll say this again, because, I mean, you know, we should never stop saying it, but shout out to Beyonce for really leading the way, really yeah. making people make statements this year. Well, so Beyonce started that so this started off. a couple years ago with self-titled when she, you know, got on stage with the feminist thing in the background. But then this year, Beyonce was like, you know what, fuck that, I'm gonna be a black feminist. And then she made sure that all of the other girls got in line. And I'm excited about Formation. this year. Beyonce, I mean, Rihanna got on TV and she said, all girls rock, but black girls, we just do it so much better. And I was like, yes, Riri. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. Yeah, 2016 was, for black people, was not a bad year. Yeah, it was kind of lit. Yeah. And like, we're still out here. We're still in the streets saying, fuck Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. And, Actually, you know. I saw a video of a very disgruntled white man saying "fuck Donald Trump" at the South Carolina General Assembly today. <laughs> yeah, but that used that to be like good. a good like song that I would listen. But now it's like oh, I, yeah, I change so. it every time. Do y'all it's think like that just... YG and Nipsey Hussle nah. voted? Nah, probably, <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Carlos, what have the Latins done this know. year? YG might have. What do you mean? YG might have. Well, we're talking about how great of a year was for black people. Latins, what? Where y'all at? Gina Rodriguez got an Emmy this year. You asking me like what the whole Latin community has done? Do you realize? Well, we just answered for black yeah. people for like an entire yeah, twenty. Yeah, but y'all minutes, are like thirteen so. percent. And yet we are lit. Y'all are way more. So what y'all <laughs> well, got? Sofia Vergara is the highest paid actress in Hollywood. She well, is. Well, sorry, it's not actress. It's uh, is it actress? Yeah. I was gonna say um, like sitcom. Television. Yeah, yeah. Television, television actress. Yeah. yeah, television actress. Here you go. There you go. And uh, what's his name? Who won the Oscar for Best Director twice, two years in a row? Once for Birdman and this year for uh, uh, the Leo DiCaprio movie. I don't know, but that movie was nuts. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but uh, another movie that was good, um, I mean, I don't know if it was good. I'm sure it won awards. was... um, what was it called? Twilight? Not Twilight. Um, Moonlight. Moonlight. There you Moonlight. go. Moonlight. There you go. Yeah. Another that was a really good movie. Yes. I'm thinking it's going to win right. awards. It has to. Moonlight was, it was crazy because like it didn't, it wasn't very climactic, but it also it's was a good like, movie. Did you see yeah. anything? I haven't seen it yet. I've got to watch it. Yeah, you've got to. It was really good. We went to the. I'm telling you, I've only seen nerdy movies this year. I haven't watched any real movies. Yeah. Moonlight was really good. Also, oh, and. Uh, Fantastic Beast. And where to find Fantastic Beasts. 
haven't seen that one yet yeah. either. We were expecting kids Those to be two. there, but then we realized that the Harry Potter generation <laughs> are all grown, so right. <laughs> it was everybody in there was our age. I really want to go. Fantastic Beasts and Moonlight we're, we're, and uh, Rogue One. Yeah, we're supposed to be watching Rogue One this week. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to Miss Ava DuVernay for Queen Sugar, yeah. but as well as 13th. Yes, 13th was so good. Queen Sugar is just so beautifully shot. Like, I know Ethan knows this, but when you do, like, camera work, there's, like, a certain button that you have to put for black people to look good on camera. And, like, Ava <laughs> yeah. DuVernay, like, she, like, pushes that button. <laughs> so there's, like, like, an camp- extra button. Right. Yeah. So, like, people. when white people yeah. and black people are on camera together, either the white people are going to look really pale or black people are going to look really dark because there's, like, a screen contrast filter that, like, either or is going to happen. So, unless you have, like, a super, super expensive camera. But Ava DuVernay, whatever the fuck camera she uses for that show, yeah. every black person in that show looks, like, gold. And, like, it has a lot to do with lighting. It has a lot to yeah. do with uh, makeup and yeah. things. like The lighting directors get paid a lot of money. They do. It's a hard job. Yeah, they The really do, cool man. thing about Queen Sugar, too, is that, like, it not only, like, talks about, like, this family, but, like, it goes in, like, immigrant issues and, like, sexual assault. And it's, like, but not in a way where it, like, throws it in your face. It, I don't know. It's a great show. It oh, that's yeah. another thing. The own network finally got a TV show that it deserves in twenty sixteen. And that's Yo, everything. Have and Have Nots is a show for the own network, it though. Is. Let's not And they have like that Greenleaf show about the church. And Greenleaf. I'm not really that's not my I'm not that target audience, but <laughs> people like it. My parents are um, that target audience. Did the Carmichael show come show. back this year? Yeah. I think I know we have it. It was on in twenty sixteen, yeah. I feel like I don't remember seeing it. And it's coming back next year. Okay, good. Um, How to Get Away with Murder. Yo, the black kid on How to Get Away with Murder died this year. What do you mean? Oh, yeah, yeah man. That yeah. was heartbreaking. Uh, what's his name? Wes. Dean something. Wes on the show. Are you talking about Harry Potter? Yeah. And Harry Potter, he played Dean. Yeah, and he's British. <laughs> I saw him on the interview, and he had this British accent. It threw me for a loop. Um, <laughs> All right, now I feel like we're rambling. Okay. Oh, no, you definitely rambling. Yeah. Yeah, all right, well, wrap it up, Tayana. Yeah, that was 2016 in a nutshell. Um, Basically. Apparently, according to them, football sucks this year. Um, I never said that that every year. Well, a lot of people have been saying that. Like, I do read, like, sports news, and they've been saying this is, like, a very underwhelming year for football talent. But, um, yeah, so this is 2016. Um, I hope that in the future we will never hear another black person say that Obama didn't do anything for black people. Um, and I pray for, you know, good, good, a good life in Trump's America. <laughs> for all I'm sorry, of the uh, Flaming Hot Cheetos America. Well, <laughs> South Carolina voted for Trump, so we're part of his, what do you call it, his thank you tour. Has he been here yet? Oh, uh, well, he tried to go to North Carolina, but they were trying to plan a KKK rally at the same time. And so then all the liberals were like, we're not having that. We're going to plan a rally, too. And it just got too, like, hostile. So he canceled that one. And I'm pretty sure the same thing is going to happen in South Carolina. But we'll see. Yeah, that's fucked up. No. He needs to come here. <laughs> Why? We yeah. delivered. Uh, technically, my votes went to him. So that's true. I want true. the thank Everyone you that I deserve. <laughs> I'm just saying. I would like my thank you in the form of a deposit into my bank account. I really don't need to see Donald Trump in my state. Well, he's cutting your taxes. So. Um, no, he's cutting rich people's taxes. I don't think my taxes are getting cut. Uh, yeah. I'm about to not have All insurance, right. so. 
Regardless. Oh, and then my last shout out is to the uh, to the what is it the dark Kermit meme. Oh yeah, the Kermit but, meme was the best. The dark one. Yeah, that shout really out to got the internet. Through. Shout out to the internet was the biggest winner in 2016. Um, I feel like Serena William also got like another Wilmington title this year. So shout out to her. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, this was a lit ass year for Black people. Um, I yeah. hope that white people do better in 2017. <laughs> Y'all don't give up on the Yard Podcast. We will be back in 2017. Have a niggas lie every Have day. a joyous end to your year and a happy holidays and a merry Christmas and all those things. We got niggas lying on record. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all next year. Take care. Bye.